All right, welcome back to the Sports Society Podcast, and this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today because we don't have a whole lot to talk about, but um, we decided to come on here, and we just wanted to touch upon a few things with last week's matchup and in college football, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Lions as well. Of course, Um, we have to. Yeah, Yeah. the first thing we wanted to talk about was – Oklahoma's coach is leaving to USC, so we wanted to come on here and talk a little bit about whether it's ethical or not to leave a school for another job. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like personally that's kind of unethical, especially without a notice. He just kind of just kind of said, yeah, you know what, I'm leaving, and there's nothing you're going to do about it. Yeah. And with all the, the recruits that are decommitting from Oklahoma now, I'm just going to be the first to say it is not looking bright for the future of Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I feel like, you know, if you're going to leave, at least give the school a heads-up notice that, you know, you're leaving or something. And even if not that, wait until they release you or something. That way, you know. If, if you aren't going to leave to another college, it's very unethical just to do it without notice at all. Or telling anybody, um, the staff or anything, it's very messed up. And honestly, it's just not, not good, not ethical whatsoever. I'm going to be uh, – I don't think it was right what he did. Obviously, I can see where he's coming from, USC. Uh, yeah. There's, It's a better job. He's most likely going to get better pay. There's not a whole lot of tough people in the division, and you get a good defense or a good offense up and running, and you're going to be damn close to that playoff yeah. almost every single time. Yeah. So I can definitely see where he's coming from but with lack of notice and all the, the recruits decommitting, like what I said, and them missing the playoffs this year and uh, – their, their lack of quarterback position, their lack of defense, it's um, just their lack of everything. Yeah, they're they're gonna be at a they're gonna be at a position where it's not it's it's just not looking good, and obviously, like I said, the coach leaving, I think it was the right decision for him, but I just don't think it was the right move, just up and leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma, they're just going down. They have been for the past few years now. They used to be good. Used to. That's the thing. The Baker and yeah. Kyler Murray. Here. Yeah, they used to be good. And now all these recruits decommitting. It's just like they're probably going to be bad for the next 10, 15 years. I don't know about that long, but they mm-hmm. won't be uh, They won't be a good college team at least in the next two years to come. Yeah. Maybe they can find a good coach and he'll turn it around, but I doubt that. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't think that would happen at all. All right, I think that's it for that part. Yeah. In- okay, so we're back for the next segment. Um, in this segment, we're going to be talking a little bit about what sport we think is the best, and I know this is majority. I don't know if that's a word, but I majority. just Majority. But I know that this podcast, um, the majority of the content on it is football-based or college football or NFL, mainly the Lions, but... Um, <laughs> I have to rip on them. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about our favorite sports because we all have different tastes in sports. Um, obviously, mine is football. I like to talk about football a lot. Oh, I have something in my pants. <laughs> um, so I like college football. Uh, I like I NFL. Kind of I 
did like the XFL while they were on. I thought it was kind of interesting just watching them scramble around. Watching Canadian football. That was not not good. They're Canadian football, aren't they? I don't know, but I know they were. Didn't last very long. I think they're coming back though. Yeah. Um. So, I love football because the feeling you get, whether it's during the NFL or during a college game, that game you know you're not supposed to win. You're going in as the underdog, and then if you can come away with that win, the feeling you get it's just something that is really hard to describe. And I wish I could say I had more experiences, but when you're a fan of the Lions, it's just <laughs> nothing. It's, it's, it's just nothing but pain it's and, all and suffering. Disappointing. At the end, sitting out there uh, watching Jared Goff is painful. It's it's not good. It's uh, it's not good. Um, but college football and being a Spartans fan and rebounding from what tragedy happened last year, I I really do. I love it. I love football, and it's something that I don't think will ever change. I was introduced to football at a very young age, and, um, yeah, I just I don't think that there's really anything, uh, at least entertainment-wise, that beats it out. I mean, going to the games, getting the concession, watching the players, even if they are just so horrendous, there's nothing like it, <laughs> and I don't think that anything – will ever change my mind about that. But now I'm going to let Brody and Michael talk about their favorite sports. Brody, can you go first? Yeah, sure. My favorite sport has to be baseball, mainly because um, I remember as a little kid, uh, my dad, he always he tried to get me on every single sport. You know, I tried to try out, but I liked baseball the most. I don't know why. Just did. I, I, I played soccer for about a year. Hated that sport. Absolutely terrible sport. And I will never play that ever again. Um, then I played flag football for about three years, I think. I got boring. Um, we Actually, one of my teams went undefeated, almost undefeated. We lost one game because the other kids were cheating, you know, because they're hackers. And, and, you know, and then I played basketball for a year. Didn't like that. So And then I've played baseball ever since. I've, it's like three or something. Ever since I could walk, I could remember, you know. And so I've been playing, still do today. Um, I just love the sport mainly because of all the stuff that can happen. It's very unpredict. It's an unpredictable sport, and honestly, I just love watching it. I love playing it, and I mean, not much to say other than you know, whenever you're, whenever you're watching a team that you like, and you know, it's just very nice to see. Also, um, one of the things that does disappoint me is whenever you have to leave a game early, and it turns out that that game. There was a walk-off grand slam, and you missed it. <laughs> that's, that's, I was I was at a game where Rajay Davis hit that walk-off grand slam, and I was super mad. But, uh, dang it. All right, Michael. Okay, uh, I was kind of split on the question to answer it because I personally love playing the cards. It's my favorite sport to play. But at the same time, the sport that I think – in the home world is considered to be the best is soccer. Yeah. Just because it's played the most. It's, it's kind loved of nationally. It's yeah. loved nationally. Easy to, easy to get into because it's not that much money to stop. Especially people. especially in Europe. Europe they yeah. take that they, they take that seriously. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the biggest it's just the biggest sport. It's like football it's like soccer over there is like the football over here. Yeah. It's like it's either you don't do it, or you do. It's yeah. one or the other. So it's. 
don't know what else They can't say. see you, Michael. Yes. All right, is that good? Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to the next segment. Okay, so this next seg- segment is uh, Champion Chump. Um, so, okay. So my my so who I champed was I champed the Texas Rangers. They get, they spent a lot of money. I think it was over like I think it said like five hundred and fifty six million dollars. This um this uh, what's off season and the two biggest reasons why I champed them is because a they got two big name players. They got Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, which will very much help them. Um, personally, I thought they were going to rebuild and stuff, but it looks like they're now spending money and they want to be a playoff contender at least. Um, and then I chumped, I chumped the San Diego Padres mainly because they traded away. No, yeah, they traded away their best hitter. Well, one of the best hitters in the NL for two unknown prospects, which is not the smartest idea. You, in your opinion. Do you think that was the best decision that they could have done? Um, honestly, I feel like if you know if the scouts did the scouting report and it turns out that the, that those prospects are good, then I feel like it, it was totally worth it. But if they if they aren't good, then they'll, then you might as well just that was a stupid trade, and that's why I think the Padres are my chum. So. Kind of obvious in what I'm tramping with, you know, the Michigan. And- Ohio State game yeah. happening this last week. And, you know, the fact that Michigan was able to beat Ohio State kind of shocked me because I was not expecting them to win that. I don't think anybody expected yeah. them to win that, honestly. So I thought I thought that um I thought that at least Ohio State was gonna, you know, win it by a margin at least. But Especially since they were able to beat yeah. Michigan State with that. Yeah, exactly. They beat Michigan State with the same team. Michigan State at the time was probably better than Michigan. Actually, they are better than Michigan, actually. So, yeah. Uh, Sam? Sam? Um, so, uh, my champ is obviously Michigan for beating Ohio State. I am a Sparty fan. Um, and what they did to us hurt. So I'm glad that they got exactly what they deserved. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because we already kind of went into a little bit of that, not a whole lot, but I'm going to move on to my chump. It should be quite obvious as a Lions fan who I'm going to chump. And uh, I have a certain chump today. The Lions suck, but (laughs) the certain chump is that Dan Campbell sucks. (laughs) Okay, and I know it's been his first year. And I know that he doesn't have much to work with. Especially because it's But with what he's talked about uh, and this past performance, I it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. He talks about being something that the Lions are going to be proud or that Detroit's going to be proud of and that we're finally going to go do it and that we got to win one game and then we got to tank. And I understand the whole purpose of tanking, but – You've got, and I mean, you've got to win a game. You cannot go winless again. You can't do it. Two years in a row. Yeah. Not two years in a row, but you can't do it. You just cannot. You cannot go winless two years in a row. At least win one. And you've had plenty of opportunities. That Steelers game was awful. Absolutely. Jared Goff had 80 yards. 
No, he had, he had 80 yards when it was all said and done. He had 30 yards going into the fourth quarter. You understand you can grasp what's coming out of my mouth right now. 30 yards right before the fourth quarter is absolutely asinine, and that should never, ever happen again. And with what happened with the Bears, we had that game. We had that game. We scored at least one more time, and we didn't even really have to score. But that bullshit – <laughs> Excuse my language. Excuse my language. But with what happened, it's just you cannot take a timeout two times in a row in the NFL, and Dan Campbell allowed it to happen. The ref was ignoring him, and they let the timeout happen, and the Bears got the first down, and then they kicked the field goal, and they won. It's it was some of the most ridiculous football game I've ever watched. It hurt. It hurt to watch. Yeah. They look like a bunch of Five-year-olds running around out there. The Bears are not good. They had Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton starting. Justin Fields is out with broken rib. Oh, that's just and the aim. fact that you allow the Bears to beat you on Thanksgiving for the second year in a row is one of the most disgusting, horrible things that the Lions can do. You haven't pulled off a win, and you've had many opportunities. Dan Campbell talks so much. He cries. He does whatever he can. And at first, I'm like, this guy's our coach. He's good. He's going to do it. And He's just not. And it, it, he's just – I don't think he's the guy. And what infuriates me even more is now looking back at what Micah Parsons – and don't get me wrong, Penn Isu was a good draft pick. But what happened – when I, when I found out that you could you could have gotten the eighth and the ninth pick to send Stafford to Carolina, but you choose to send him to L.A. because, oh, Stafford to L.A., you could have gotten the eighth and the ninth pick. You could have had Penn Sewell and Mike Parsons. You could have Penn Sewell and Justin Fields. You could have Penn Sewell and uh, Jamar Chase. You'd have had Penn Sewell and just about anybody else you wanted. But no, no, let's send Stafford to the L.A. Rams because – yeah. It's, it's 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 really stupid because like the coach like we've had what like multiple winning opportunities three where we've lost in the last few seconds Ravens Steelers and the Bears now and the Vikings and also the and Vikings. Vikings yeah four opportunities where we could have easily won four huge opportunities that we somehow still mess up and I'm not even that big of a Lions fan but it still makes me mad because you know it's, I'm in Michigan it's, it's your exactly state. exactly it's my You're state healthy. you know and you got to root for your state you know and so but it's just stupid whenever you see all these coaches not doing crap the players being absolute idiots on the field and not knowing what to do with the ball at all it just really makes me mad and yet and yet like I'm not that big of a Lions fan, but it still makes me mad just to see. And honestly, the Ford family has done nothing for the team whatsoever. They barely put any money into it. And honestly, they just need to sell it. They just need to sell the Lions to a different owner because this it's it hasn't worked out for the past years now. And it, I, and if they keep it, it won't ever work, honestly. Just I agree. I don't think the Fords are the right owners. And with the, the coaches we've been hiring and – I can't name the uh, time besides maybe Jim Caldwell that we've had like a decent, even just a decent coach. It is so bad. It is so bad that when Sheila Ford comes on the field it get, they, and you just can't hear anything. Out. Yeah. You just can't hear anything. Honestly. Because of all the boos you hear, because yeah. of how poor the ownership is as the Fords. It's, it just disgusts me. And I'll be a Lions fan 
as long as I live. But in, in hopes to see that maybe one, one day, day I'll see the blue and white confetti, 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 confetti <laughs> from the ceiling. But I don't know. We're lost, and I don't think Dan Campbell is the right guy to get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever we had Jim Caldwell, we actually made it to the wild card against the Cowboys. That that he was probably our last decent coach that we've had in the past twenty years. Uh, and we've had such amazing players, Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. And what have we done with them? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. And, and it's just a, and it's just really shocking because the Fords, they're absolutely cheap. They really are. They're a cheap family. They'll, they'll do anything to get players pay cut and all this stuff. They aren't willing to spend any money on the team. They're just trying to – I don't even know what they're doing – the Lions organization is just lost in general. They don't know what they're doing. I'm not sure. Maybe once the Fords actually sell it, you know, once they actually get a brain, you know, they'll sell it, and maybe new owners will actually do something about it. But until then, honestly, it's not. It, it won't look good for the Lions for the next twenty something years, most likely, unless if the Fords sell. Yeah, we're not. We're not looking good. But I think for the most part, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, I guess we'll see you next podcast, yeah, which we don't know it. what that'll be because we don't have a determined schedule. It's just <laughs> sad. It's, it's sad. really, it's on.